Nobody cares when I'm lonely Or just how blue I get when I'm blue So if I find somebody who is true to me Nobody knows how happy I am going to be Nobody knows how happy I am going to be Nobody knows the reason why the grass is green Nobody knows how much a tender kiss would mean Nobody cares when at sundown The shadows start to creep in my room So if I find somebody just for me alone Nobody knows how glad I'll be to call her my own Somebody who was sweet to me. Nobody knows. Nobody knows.
across, we're going by and by. Just direct your feet. You'll look neat on the sunny side of the street. Can't you hear the better and the better of the raindrops trickling down your fire escape ladder? Life could be so fine. Fine is better, share is wine. I used to walk in the shade with my blues on parade. Well, I'm not afraid. Gospel Rovers, the Rover, passed over. If I never have a cent, I'll be rich as Rockefeller with gold dust at my feet on the sunny, yes, on the sunny. You are listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, heard worldwide on jazz radio, WETF.org. Thank you very much for listening. My name is John Clark, and this is the Jazz Focus. And today, we're going to be focusing on Dizzy Gillespie, the great bebop trumpet player, born John Brooks Gillespie in Chara, South Carolina in 1917. He had a very extensive musical education uh up through the college level, actually, uh, doing theory as well as trumpet and arranging and so forth. He was also a very gifted uh, showman, and hence his nickname. He came up uh, through various bands in Philadelphia, Frankie Fairfax's band and so forth, in the 1930s. He ended up playing with Teddy Hill's band in 1936 and went to Europe with them, where he was uh, not recognized uh, for talent. Uh, the recording date that was done over there under the name of the trombonist Dickie Wells included the other trumpet players in the band, but not Dizzy. Uh, he was not uh, embraced by the older generation at the time, although some players did. Coleman Hawkins thought very highly of him, as did Benny Carter and Lionel Hampton. They all recorded together on a Lionel Hampton date uh, in 1939. Around that time, uh, Dizzy joined the Cab Calloway band and became actually a pretty featured soloist, considering how he young he was, only in his very early 20s, but he and Calloway crossed swords a couple of times and he left that band uh, to go on and play in a succession of other bands uh, in the 19, early 1940s, leading up to his association with the Earl Hines Band in 1943, where he started playing on a regular basis with Charlie Parker. And the two of them began to work out some of their ideas about jazz and what ultimately became known as bebop. And uh, they transitioned over to Billy Eckstein's band as well and started doing combo dates on 52nd Street and then ultimately took a band uh, quintet, sextet actually, to Billy Berg's club in California, in Los Angeles in 1945. We did a podcast on that group a while back. Dizzy, however, really wanted to do more big band stuff. His heart was with the big bands, and periodically for the rest of his career, he led uh, larger groups, up to 20, 25 pieces sometimes, playing music that uh, was identified somewhat as bebop, but also had a lot of big band dance music in it, blues and rhythm and blues, too. Uh, his first big band was in 1946, 7, 8, 9, thereabouts. Uh, was not a smashing success because the big band era was pretty much over by that point. 
right. Uh, we've done a podcast of some of their live broadcasts uh, a while back. Uh, when he broke that up, he started uh, doing some more small group things, and by about 1950-51, he was recording with a quintet and then a sextet uh, for Savoy Records and touring with them, and that's the group we're going to be listening to today. And the core group was, of course, Dizzy on trumpet and singing, Bill Graham playing baritone sax, giving an interesting tone quality. He played alto with Count Basie's band a little bit after this. Uh, several different piano players where we started out listening to uh, Milt Jackson, I believe it or not, playing piano. Also some vibraphone we're going to hear of him later, and apparently organ as well. Uh, Percy Heath was on bass on these first couple of numbers, and Al Jones was on drums. And we also heard the vocalizing of Joe Carroll, who was a bebop singer and also a comedian. And we'll hear quite a bit of his sort of vocalese injections and things like that coming up. We also heard, uh, on the second tune, Stuff Smith, the great violinist. Stuff Smith had been active since the middle to late 1920s, but his playing was always right on the, on the cusp of avant-garde, I think you'd have to say. All through the swing era and into the bebop era as well, he was highly regarded by modern jazz players. Dizzy recorded with him several times, uh, and we heard him on the second tune, which was On the Sunny Side of the Street, which featured a good uh, tight voicing between the baritone sax and trumpet at the beginning, and the voices themselves a little bit later on. We started out with a tune called Nobody Knows, which uh, was not Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen, as most issues listed, but uh, a kind of a blues that's credited to Kenny Clark and features Joe Carroll, along with Dizzy on trumpet. Those two tunes were recorded on October 25th of 1951 for Savoy. And we're going to be hearing a number of the Savoy recordings and also uh, some of the results of a live date they did in France in 1953. So our next set uh, will be the Savoy recordings again. We're going to hear uh, a tune to begin with, The Bluest Blues. And this, again, has some Joe Carroll on it. And it's the same band that features Stuff Smith and uh, Bill Graham, etc. And we'll hear some excellent playing there. Then we're going to go and hear most of a date that Dizzy did in August, August 16th of 1951. These were all recorded in New York, by the way. And we're going to hear, in order, Umbrella Man, kind of a novelty tune that goes into a bebop feel after. After that, School Days with Joe Carroll. It was uh, actually a big hit for um, Louis Jordan's band around the same time. Bopsy's Blues, which I think is a mistitling. We'll talk about that when we get to the end of it. And Swing Low Sweet Cadillac. Dizzy got his nickname not by chance. He had a very broad sense of humor, and we'll hear it on many of these tunes in here. He was obviously looking for a hit record, or at least Savoy Records was at the time, and they uh, tried some of these novelty things that sort of edge into rhythm and blues a little bit. So the band that we're going to hear uh, on these sides is similar to the one we just heard. We're going to hear Dizzy on on trumpet and singing, Bill Graham on baritone sax, Milt Jackson again, Percy Heath again, Al Jones again, and then we're going to hear, in addition to Joe Carroll, Melvin Moore singing as well. So some interesting vocals on this. So those are our tunes uh, with the Stuff Smith Band, the Bluest Blues, and then the other band from August 16th of 1951, Umbrella Man, School Days, Bopsy's Blues, and Swing Low, Sweet Cadillac. <laughs> Tell her I love her so But what can I do? I wish that I knew 
Her baby hasn't come and it's a quarter to two That's why the blues I've got are the bluest Yes, the blues I've got are the bluest I've got the bluest blues Yes, the blue, blue, bluest blues Blues It used to be whenever we were having a date She never, never came as much as five minutes late She always used to greet me with a kiss and a sigh And everything was sweet until I kissed her goodbye I wonder if she is tired of me or is it my imagination having a spree? That's why the blues I've got are the bluest. Yes, the blues I've got are the bluest. I've got the bluest blues. Yes, the blue, blue, bluest blues, blues. Watching the moon, I'm sitting, hoping, waiting that my baby comes soon. And the umbrellas to, to fix today. Bring your parasol, it may be small, it may be big. He repairs them all with what you call a thingamajig. Pit a pat a pat a pit a pat a pat a It looks like rhyme. Let a pit a pat a let a pit a pat a don't mind the rhyme. He'll mend your umbrellas and go on his way. Singing to the little llama to the lay, to the little llama to the lay. And the umbrellas to fix today. Thank you. 
too lying. Umbrellas, umbrellas, the things today bring your parasol. It may be small, it may be big. He repairs them all with what you call a thing of a jig. Bit the batter, bit the batter, it looks like rain. Let a bit of batter, let a bit of batter, we don't mind the rain. He'll mend your umbrellas and then go on his way. Singing tooty, toot to the llama tooty, toot to the llama tooty, toot to the llama hey, hey, hey. And the umbrellas, two face today.
feeling blue because your lover said she's through with you. Are you feeling blue because your lover said she's through with you? Don't lose your head, instead start bopping the blues. Do you want to cry because you see her with another guy? Do you want to cry because you see her with another guy? Don't lose your head, instead start bopping the blues.
bad life will never die. An interesting balance of really well-played jazz and good music and also some very entertaining novelty-type music. By the late 1940s, mid-40s even, but certainly by the late 1940s, the popular music industry was, of course, moving away from big bands, and uh, African-American dance music was moving toward what became known as rhythm and blues and ultimately became rock and roll. And the most uh, popular purveyors of that music, people like Louis Jordan and Wynoni Harris and T-Bone Walker, and even a little bit later to Little Richard and James Brown and so forth, used uh, big band musicians and basically the language of the swing bands in their backing groups and soloists and uh, what have you. This uh, group that we're hearing right now tries a different path. I think we have a, an example, or a pretty good example, of rhythm and blues with some of these novelty tunes and the dance beat we're hearing, but very much a, a bebop group, and with the bebop flavoring of the solos, the ensembles, and uh, the rest there, and certainly Joe Carroll's vocals as well as Dizzy's playing, and uh, just a idea of where that type of music might have gone, but didn't. Of course, uh, the bebop players gravitated more towards what became known as hard bop and uh, various other styles of jazz that evolved through the 1950s. So we started with the bluest blues, which came from that October session for Savoy. Uh, a little bit of... Um, uh, stuff Smith in there, but not too much. Bill Graham doing some excellent work on baritone sax. He had been born in Kansas City in the 1910s. He uh, played with Count Basie in the 40s and then later in the 50s. Uh, did a lot of rhythm and blues recordings and then left the touring business in 1960 to become a school teacher in New York and uh, unfortunately passed away fairly young. Uh, we also heard Wynton Kelly on piano, Bernie Griggs on piano, and uh, bass rather, and Al Jones on drums. And we heard Joe Carroll singing that one as well. Then we jumped over to those August uh, recordings, August 16th of 1951. We heard The Umbrella Man and School Days, two very uh, novelty-based uh, types of uh, tunes, uh, both featuring Joe Carroll and uh, background vocals by the band as well. Then we heard uh, what were, was called Bopsy's Blues, but really was, according to the vocal anyway, Boppin' the Blues. And that featured a fellow named Melvin Moore, who had a uh, wonderful uh, baritone, sort of a Billy Eckstein type of approach to things. And we heard in that band Gillespie and Graham again, with Milt Jackson on vibes and piano, Percy Heath on bass, and Al Jones on drums again. And as I said, that was August 16th of 1951. Then we finished up with, uh, from that same date, Swing Low Sweet Cadillac, a showpiece for Gillespie for many years and many different size groups. But here, I think that was the first recording of that. So this band more or less uh, continued from early 1951, or mid-1951, I guess, up through uh, the middle of 1953. Gillespie was a star soloist with Norman Granz's groups, touring with the Jazz of the Philharmonic and recording and doing all kinds of things. But this regular group was his backing uh, unit, and they went to Paris in uh, 1953. And so the tunes we're going to hear in this next set come from a live concert at the Sal Playel, uh, done on February 9th of 1953. Similar group, Dizzy Gillespie and Bill Graham again, Wade Legg on piano, Lou Hackney on bass, and Al Jones again on drums, and more Joe Carroll on vocals. This was a fairly long concert 
concert that was issued on a, a single CD with a couple of omissions. We're going to hear four tunes. The first one is quite long, Burke's Works. There were three or four tunes on this concert that were obviously designed as jazz features, and they went eight or nine minutes, and this is one of them. But this has, I think, the best jazz playing of the night. Now, this Dizzy Gillespie tune called it Burke's Works. Uh, then we're going to go on to a uh, George Gershwin tune, They Can't Take That Away From Me, which uh, actually all four of these tunes we're going to hear were recorded for Savoy in shorter versions. Uh, this one was taken much slower on Savoy. This is a nice dance band version with some good solos in there as well. Then a Gillespie feature on I Can't Get Started, uh, the Vernon Duke and Ira Gershwin tune that had been such a feature for Bunny Bergen about 15 years, 10, 12 years earlier anyway. And Gillespie does uh, some of the same things that he did on the recording he did in 1945. Then we're going to finish up with a, a good kind of novelty beboppy tune, Ooh Shooby Dooby, featuring a uh, vocal trio that I believe is Joe Carroll, Dizzy Gillespie, and Bill Graham, all three of whom are credited as composers on here. So we'll hear some fine piano by Wade Legg and some great uh, trumpet by Dizzy Gillespie, along with fine baritone by uh, uh, Bill Graham and the interesting vocal, shall we say, of Joe Carroll. So those are our tunes uh, going forth. This is our live concert from February of 1953. Burke's works, they can't take that away from me, I can't get started, and ooh, shooby dooby. <laughs> Thank you. 
And now we'd like to play another one of our recent recordings. And this number we featured Joe Carroll on the vocal. By the way, it's one of his compositions and a baritone saxophone. It's Bill Graham. It's a tune titled Ooh Shooby Dooby. I overheard a lover's conversation They didn't say I love you dear All they did was whisper in each other's ear They said ooh shooby dooby ooh 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 shooby dooby ooh 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 shooby dooby ooh 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 shooby dooby ooh shooby dooby ooh shooby dooby ooh 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 shooby dooby ooh ooh Oh, shooby dooby, oh, 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 shooby dooby, oh, shooby dooby, oh, shooby dooby means that I love you, and oh, that means I love you too. As I pass by, I can hear her say, We'd better hurry and name the day because oh, shooby dooby, oh, 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 shooby dooby, oh, 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 shooby dooby, oh, oh. Definitely some fun music in there. That was a, a good concert, apparently, and uh, 
Dizzy really gave his all on these concerts. I went to one in the 1990s, and uh, he was at the end of his life, but boy, it was still a great concert, and he really uh, put it across, as they say. So we started out with Burke's Works, an extended performance of the blues tune that is co-credited to Dizzy Gillespie, Roy Eldridge, Flip Phillips, Bill Harris, Oscar Peterson, Ray Brown, Herb Ellis, and Louis Belson. Uh, they all put in a note, apparently, but at any rate, that's, uh, that's who it was. I think it was primarily Dizzy Gillespie because I think he recorded it before any of the rest of them got their hands on it, but there you go. Then we went to They Can't Take That Away From Me, the Gershwin tune. Uh, obviously not as uh, fast as I had initially led you to believe at the beginning, but then with the trumpet solo, it uh, doubled uh, the beat, or Dizzy doubled the beat, and then doubled the tempo after that, so an interesting arrangement. Then we heard his beautiful ballad performance on I Can't Get Started, showing how controlled he was as a trumpet player uh, in terms of technique and also musicality. Really a wonderful performance. And then ending up with that fun Ooshubi Doobie, co-composed by uh, Joe Carroll, Bill Graham, and Dizzy Gillespie, who do a vocal trio on that. So I hope you've enjoyed this program. You've been listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, heard worldwide on Jazz Radio, WETF.org. My name is John Clark. This is the Jazz Focus, and we have been listening to Dizzy Gillespie today from 1951, 52, 53, thereabouts. We're going to finish up with two tunes from that October 25th session that we started the program with. October 25th of 1951 for Savoy Records, featuring Stuff Smith guesting on violin with the quintet. Dizzy Gillespie on trumpet, Bill Graham on baritone sax, Milt Jackson on piano and vibraphone, Percy Heath on bass, and Al Jones on drums with Joe Carroll singing, although he doesn't sing on these two tunes. We have another great Gershwin ballad, or actually, uh, excuse me, a Hoagie Carmichael ballad, Stardust. All dizzy, all the way. And then we're going to end up with a really funky, jazzy version of Caravan, featuring the two horns and violin, probably the best jazz performance of the show. So thank you for joining us, and tune in again next week. Thank you.